Welcome back to the Money Pig Podcast brought to you by Goodwin Investment Advisory, where our mission is to lead people to financial peace, independence, and generosity. I'm your host, Reed Trico. And today on the show, we're joined by GIA's Senior Wealth Advisor, Joe Beckford, for a discussion about Joe Beckford. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, Reed. Everybody's <laughs> favorite topic is to talk about themselves, right? I maybe. I yeah, know you, keep really having, you keep having me back. I haven't I haven't run you off yet. You say know. smart things. And I appreciate it. <laughs> well, we'll see if I do that today. Yeah, I bet. So really, this episode, we want to get to know you better, Joe. And um, we're going to do this for all of our advisors because it's a smart thing to do. I think people should know our advisors a little more than just their opinions on topics that we talk about every week. So yeah, Joe, you've been with GIA a while. Tell us how you got to GIA, GIA and how long ago it was. Well, I didn't just land out of a plane, right? So um, yeah. oddly enough, I started with GIA in 2008 as a client. Oh, wow. Okay. Same yeah. with us. You know, Tim's really good at hiring clients, right? That yeah. seems to be <laughs> We've noticed. a popular MO around here. Yeah. So um, yeah, I actually was uh, part owner of a mortgage company at the time and cohabitated with Tim. His his uh, wealth advisory business was just down the hall and we met and hit it off kind of as friends. And, you know, I was like, hey, what do you do? And um, I liked what he was doing a lot better than the guy that I was working with at the time as an advisor. And so I moved money over to Tim and, you know, 2008 timings, everything, my timing was perfect. That was the absolute perfect time to put money in the market. So mm, interesting. Yeah. Yes, it was, but Tim did a good job as recovering mm-hmm. with that, you know, anyway, so you can imagine things with mortgages weren't so awesome. And, uh, I was doing that still for a while. And one day, t- uh, Tim's firm is growing and he said, Hey, I could use an advisor. You ask good questions. What do you think about coming and working with me? So I resisted a little bit, but you know, eventually I drank the Kool-Aid and Wow. What did they say on Star Trek in the Borg? You will be assimilated. You know, resistance is futile. So I, uh, yeah, yeah, I pushed him off long enough, and I decided to join up. So I joined up in 2012. Yep. Okay. Oh, so it was a little while after you became a client. Yep. All right. Well, very nice. Very nice. And so, and you were in the mortgage business prior to that. What did you do before that? So, little known fact, I worked for Delta Airlines for almost 20 years All right. before that. Mm-hmm. That was like my little part-time gig in college that morphed into a career and ultimately brought me to Atlanta. From what Houston. did you do for them in college? Reservations. Did you really? Yes, I was answering reservations calls. We had college friends. We were in Indiana. We had college friends who went to Hilton Head and worked at the Hilton Head Airport, like literally on the tarmac with the... The cones and stuff like that, because a little bitty airport. I was right? that's a tiny airport. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that must have been a, a fun job, and it, it doesn't get like crazy cold. And mm-hmm. that'd be a good job. Yeah, summer job. You wouldn't want to do that in my not North Dakota or anything. No. But yeah, no O'Hare. No, 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 no. All right, nice. So Delta reservations, and then what else did you do for them? Gosh, what didn't I do? Did oh, reservations. Really? Marketing, sales, moved to Atlanta into um, revenue management. So basically, we worked on figuring out the inventories, how many seats are going to be available for sale at each price, and how much are they going to cost, and when are we going to have a sale, when are we not, lots of statistical. One thing you didn't do was fly airplanes. 
I did not fly airplanes. Flew on airplanes. I flew on airplanes. Actually, you flew in airplanes yeah. to be I was specific. Told, yeah, being <laughs> it's cold out there. Exactly. People used to say, "Do you fly?" I'm like, "Only for fun." <laughs> right. Well, good. So uh, you met Tim. Why? Maybe it's different now. Maybe your story is different now. But when you look back, why did you become a financial advisor? You're right. That's a good point. It is different now. You know, at the time, I mean, let me back up a little. When I left Delta, I felt like I was looking for something that was kind of missing. Like, I really didn't feel like I was contributing and helping. I mean, I was having a good time flying around the world, pretty good job, pretty good company. Um, but was it really making a difference? And I could tell myself, oh, yeah, if I didn't do what I did, people wouldn't be able to fly and they need to get around. But I mean, ultimately, that wasn't enough of an impact, right? So then I went into the mortgage business. I was like, I'm helping people get houses that wouldn't get houses otherwise. And this is great and everything. You do that for a while. And then I realized I'm getting people into the biggest debt of their lives. Mm. And that's like real. You know, most people, when they're figuring their budget, what's the biggest line item is that mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. And and you got to pay your mortgage payment. You got to have a place to live, right? So you build your life around that. Joining up with Tim, it was like, how do we help people not only maybe pay off their mortgage early or get out of a not great mortgage, but how about people moving their financial lives further faster? How about building wealth so that they can do things like help brothers, sisters, kids, send kids to college, have a retirement one day, you know, that kind of thing. And I just thought, yeah, getting people into the biggest debt of their life is not nearly as fun as helping people build wealth. Yeah. And pass on a legacy. Yeah. So I was like, this is a way better gig. Nice. Yeah. But at each stage of our lives, we find hopefully purpose in what we're doing at that time. Otherwise we're lacking purpose. And then there's a big hole. Exactly. Right. So, and then you're miserable in your job. Right. And, right. you know, unfortunately, I meet with clients who are miserable in their jobs. That's a, that's a terrible place to be. Yeah. Yeah. That is. It's one yeah. of the things to try to get them out of as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, I feel like each of our advisors here at GIA kind of has a sweet spot uh, or a unique skill they bring to client relationships. What's yours? I would have to say, I feel like. I don't know, one of my gifts, if you will, is to meet people where they are. You know, it is very rare and uncharacteristic to have run into a human being who hasn't made a dumb money decision, Yeah, right? Or multiple. And people come to us at all stages of life, right? We have people, you know, some of our clients are asking their kids to come in. So like, hey, help my kids don't make the same decisions I did. So I'm talking to 20-year-olds all the way up to people who come to us and they're already retired and they're already done and they've already made a lot of mistakes. And like, Hey, how can we make this money last the rest of our lives? Or how can we effectively build that legacy that you're talking about? Um, so I just try to meet people where they are. It's kind of a no judgment, no shame zone because I haven't made perfect decisions with my money over my lifetime either. And so we can't cry over the proverbial spilled milk. Mm-hmm. We can't go back and change time. And we can't go back and change history. We can just march forward and move on. And I just, I like to just listen to people where they are, kind of empathize with, hey, I get it. I hear that. That might not have been my experience, but I get it. How are we going to move forward from here? And just the fact that you're here shows that you're ready to go. You know, what does Dave Ramsey always say? You're you're sick and tired of being sick and tired? Mm -hmm. I'm here to help. 
Amazing. Yeah. And, and I would add, I think that um, you're incredibly empathetic too. And, and I think when people talk to you, they're like, Oh wow, this guy really seems to understand me or care about me in a way that's not normal. Right. Wow. And not in a weird way. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, I mean, how many times have I brought you situations and said, here's what somebody did. Why would they do that? Somebody told them to do X, Y, Z. You would never do X, Y, Z. And you say, well, um, there are scenarios where you would (laughs) be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm here to go. That's dumb. And you're like, hmm, think twice. And here's the other three things you should think about too. So I just think you think about a lot of things. Well, Easy thanks, to talk to. I Easy appreciate to talk to. that. Sure thing. You don't even have to pay me for that one. Who is generally a good client for you? Like what are the characteristics of a good client for you? Somebody who is open-minded. Somebody who is willing to learn. Somebody who's teachable somebody who is always thinking about growth. I love, you know, around here, we're really big on personal growth, right? We read books. We give books out for people's birthdays, for for our clients. We encourage people to never stop growing. And I'm not talking about your money. I just mean never stop growing. And so um, people who are kind of in that mindset, who are really wanting to take wherever they are and make it better, whatever the situation is, whatever, and leave the world a better place. Those are the kinds of people that I want to work with. Super, super. And what's your favorite thing about being a wealth advisor now that you've been doing this for many years? Yeah. I, the thing that jazzes me the most is the end of a client meeting clients. And I like personal meetings, you know, in-person meetings whenever possible, they're better, but I mean, you know, virtual meetings when you have to do them, they, they are, but when that you get that client walk out the door and they look back and they're like, wow, thank you. This was so helpful. And you knew that they were going to actually take you know, maybe only two or three nuggets out of the conversation that we had. And they're going to put those into practice and their lives are going to be better for it. And had they not decided for us to have that conversation, that wouldn't have happened. And like, if I can have a small part in somebody moving the needle forward on their life trajectory and making really positive changes, and that it's just energizing. So I can see that how, was a good day at work for me. That's a good that. day at work. Yeah, that was I, a good day at work. Yeah, and I can see how that you would feel like that has more impact than whether an airline's supposed to run a sale. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not that it wasn't meaningful work, but this is good. This is good for you. Yeah, it's more. It's just impactful. You can see it. Amazing. Um, And as financial advisors, you know, we manage and balance portfolios, but the unique value is that we work to understand our clients' individual goals so we can have these kinds of planning conversations with our clients because each one of them is so personal and unique to each individual. So Joe, thanks again for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. As many times as you'll have me back, I guess I'll keep coming. No, here we go. All right. Well, tune in next time. Joe will probably be back. And um, hey, wherever you get your podcasts, rate, review, leave us a, leave us a, some feedback. And if you have a question you want us to address on the episode, you can email us at moneypig at goodwininvestment.com. Thanks for listening. Take it away, Angela. The Money Pig Podcast is hosted by Reed Trigo, a financial advisor at Goodwin Investment Advisory. This podcast is intended to share information and perspectives, but should not be interpreted as legal, financial, or tax advice. 
The opinions shared by participants are not necessarily endorsed by the company. Goodwin Investment Advisory is regulated by the SEC and the company operates in compliance with applicable securities, laws, and regulations.